my name is Matt Brown. Oh, Howard, excuse me, but your wife's cookies are out of this world. What a... Who told you you can eat my cookies? Mm. Oh, these cookies. I gotta get the recipe from Les. Put that cookie down now. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Let's start this show. Christmas present from a very dear friend of mine. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. That's right. Had a boy, Clarence. Wait, 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 wait. Christmas Eve is tomorrow. Christmas Day is in two days. 2020 is about to be over. Let's get festive.
everybody. That is my very favorite Christmas song. Christmas rapping by the waitresses. Oh, man, a classic, a bop. Makes me think of family and the good times as a kid. Oh, the good vibes, even in this crazy year. But what's up? It's Wednesday, December 23rd. Two days until Christmas. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Oh, my literal favorite day of the year. And also a week from tomorrow is my birthday. Woo! Man, I can't believe how far we have gotten to this point. I don't believe it. I hear you, Tommy. Seriously, where has the time gone? But hey, we'd like to thank all of the people who have gotten us through to this point, including you healthcare workers, our loved ones. And it's time for some of us to relax on this Christmas holiday. Not everyone can. Please keep those people in mind and still thank them for sacrificing their holiday to help us overcome our obstacles this year. But hey, let's get festive now. I have a great guest on the episode before Christmas. It is Anthony Fernandez, a.k.a. AJ the Man. So we met at a party a couple months ago, safely, of course, safely socially distanced, and we just kept in touch. He essentially became my pen pal, still is, over Instagram, and I asked him to come on, and he did, and I was very impressed on how well this bright young man did on the show. So with that, AJ the Man, it's your turn. Let's do this. All right, guys, I happen to meet this guy at a social event. Of course, socially distanced and safe. And I guess we hit it off, wrote it out, and uh, stayed in touch. And now he's here in a way to get to know each other a little more. But having said all that, this is my guy, AJ the Man, AJ Fernandez. What's going on, bro? Welcome to the Productive Conversations podcast. Wow, what an intro. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> good on, looks, guy. homie. I'm doing good, bro. This is this is really cool that we're uh, doing this. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, man. It's like we're on a first date. We're on a man date. Have to get to know each other. Yeah, a little bro date. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we get the second one after and uh, everything, and then the bromance uh, dwindles, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Uh, we met uh, on Halloween, right? Yeah, we met yeah, on Halloween. Exactly. Feel like that long, that long ago, because we're always texting. Right, right. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah we. I was like, it doesn't, it doesn't even feel like that long ago. <laughs> yeah, dude, we met at Jersey City at a Halloween party, safely social distance, so don't have to. There's no criticizing out here. So we all did yeah. our part, and uh, yeah, Joe, Jersey City. I guess the first thing question I have for you is, how did you wind up there, bro? Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I didn't. I didn't know anybody there. Like, I went in there um, because uh, I work in New York now, right? Because yeah. you know, the whole pandemic, I had to switch jobs. And I went over there and I was like, man, like, I'm not doing anything for Halloween. And then my uncle was like, hey, man, there's this party that I'm going to. How about you and your buddy come with us? <laughs> and it's a fun time. And I was like, honestly, I'm down. And That's then hilarious. I ended up in there and everybody was like so nice for some reason. It was awesome. Exactly. See? Yeah. We could all be responsible young adults out here. Break the uh, break the stigma. Yeah, yeah, like the way I know, I know, um, I don't know, you know, Victoria lives there. I'm really close friends with with um her mans right and uh yeah then i went there my other two buddies and we were all just hanging out halloween trying to do something and uh it was a good time it was mad chill uh seems that no one got sick that i know of which obviously is uh 
great. And uh, now we're here making it and making it. So you say, so you say you, um, where are you originally from, AJ? Oh, I'm from Jersey. In Jersey. You're from yeah. Jersey? Where in Jersey? Uh, Lodi. 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 Yeah, that's around like the Bergen area. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, a little, yeah. little small town, you know. All right, all right. So that's what, about half an hour from Manhattan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it takes Ooh. me about like 45 minutes to get from my bus stop to New York. Right. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm from Norwalk, Connecticut, born in Westchester. So I'm about an hour away from the train from Manhattan, an hour train ride. Exactly. Okay. And, um, but I was a commuter up until this pandemic. And yeah. obviously we, uh, we obviously this pandemic threw everything off and, um, and I did lose my job amongst the pandemic, but we're still striving. Well, well, I should say, um, what happened was is pandemic hits. I was just I, so I'm in the production industry. That's that's my thing. Okay. I want to be a producer ultimately. That's awesome. Yeah. And so I was just doing just doing projects as usual, and um, I did you know my main gig finished in December. Then um, usually you usually go through little bit bouts of unemployment. Then you'll do like more in like freelance projects till you get something more secure. And I was doing that while also interviewing for full-time jobs during the very week COVID hit. And yeah. yeah, it just, it all ended. So yeah, just losing opportunities amongst the pandemic and, uh, you know, for a long time figuring out what to do. And I just thought to not have a gap on the resume, keep, keep, uh, not stay rusty and show my creativity and meet and introduce and talk to all these great people. I made this podcast out of it. So we can make, get once. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the day after I met you, I was like, uh, I I followed you on Instagram, right? And you followed me back and I was like, yo, like, what's up? Like, can you send me the link to the podcast? And you're like, yeah, I got you. And you sent it. And I, uh, where I work now, it's like a, I like this uh, Verizon mobile spot. So like half the time I'm doing absolutely nothing because like nobody really wants to come into the stores. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there listening to the podcast, just chilling. And it was just like, it's probably like my favorite podcast right now. Bro, that mean that really means a lot to me, AJ. Thank yeah. you, bro. That seriously, uh, I mean, people like you keep me going, and it's for people like you to just be entertaining, be fun, show creativity, and also show how cool other uh, people who other uh, regular people, normal people amongst this world. So I'm really glad yeah, you did absolutely. that. That made my day here, and besides just talking to you, yeah. So. Um, you're in Man- so you're working Manhattan in the Verizon store in uh and you live in Manhattan right now? No, I live in Jersey, so I commute. I just go back and forth. Oh, oh you could be a commute. Cool, cool. But still, yeah. still lit, still lit. You um so are you in school? You post grad? What's what's you? Oh up man. To? So uh when I graduated high school, uh my, the whole time my plan was to I never wanted to go to college. Like that was never part of the plan. Okay. And like even from freshman year, my parents were like, you know, they're very loose, that kind of stuff. But they're like, yo, honestly, you can do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want to be. And I'm like, well, I, I want to be in like the acting business and stuff like that. So I'm like regular college. Like I shouldn't have to be paying that much just to go there. Makes sense. Right. And I can go to like an acting, acting class or even at a school that's like, you know, very based for acting. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are in New York. So I was like, you know what, after high school, I'm going to just take a year off. Right. Just do uh, do everything I got to do. And then my plan was coming into 2020 before I knew 2020 was going to be this uh, crazy year. Right. They were like, uh, you know, I was going to go to an acting school, acting school. No way. So that's, that's what you, that's where you aspire. You want to be an actor. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then I do like YouTube videos, like on like the side, I just, you know, kind of like for like friends and family to watch, just have a little joke about, you know, of course, you know, where can we, where can we, um, where can we find your content? Oh, just on YouTube at Anthony Fernandez, basically. Anthony Fernandez on YouTube. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely remind people at the end of our talk to uh, check you out. And I will for sure. <coughs> Excuse me. So acting, obviously, do you prefer, I mean, I'm sure you have a wide range up in everything. You're making content, putting stuff online. Do you also want to see, in terms of acting, do you want to maybe take a theater out? Uh, you want to go into screen? You're talking about your training already, but um, after you're done training, where do you see yourself go? Or what are you interested at this moment? Most definitely screen. Most definitely screen. Yeah. When I was little, I just, you know, like my dad, the way me and him kind of binded, uh bonded was yeah. like he used to just take me to the movie theater like every week and we used to just watch different movies and oh, they weren't right. even like sometimes they weren't even popular movies and then i just watch them just get so into them do you remember what movies they were uh i'm i remember one in particular that got me really really into film was um inception of course the that christopher nolan Jed- yeah, I was always a fan of just like trying to be on screen and this and that because like cartoons or like uh, the old Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Like I always like in my head, like when I was little, I was like, I want to be the next Spider-Man, this and that. But like when I got older, like I started watching like movies like Inception and like other movies like that. And I just kind of understood like, wow, like this is this is like art, basically. Exactly. Yeah, that goes yeah. very deep. Lots of Easter eggs. Um, get your symbolism in there. I like it. it. I like it. Yeah, it gets you thinking. That's how you know the best. What makes a good movie and TV show is the ones that get your emotions. Yeah, either up here, up here, or you know, down there. For or you. even if you just remember it. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's you know, Big Cat from Barstool once said, "A good movie is when he thinks about it the next day." And that's something I really agree with. Wow. You know, tell me some of your favorite. Um, you know, who are some of your favorite actors and your biggest influences out there? When I was little, I was very into like the Jim Carrey's, the Robin Williams, like the Eddie Murphy's. Classics. Uh, yeah, but like now recently, I kind of like the Brian Can- the Brian uh, Cranston's, the Denzel Washington's, like the Leonardo DiCaprio's, like those. Yeah, those are just you know top tier for me. Easy, I, I I totally respect it. I'm a huge film geek. I try to watch at least a movie a day and a TV episode a day, even amongst producing podcasts and working and finding my way. I just always try to find yeah. two hours to myself, at least two hours, sometimes three if I'm really feeling it. And, uh, bro, sometimes, I can, yeah, sometimes I, I see your Instagram stories and I'm like, I'm like, like I'll see you watching a certain movie and it, it'll be really, really old, but I'll remember it. And I'll be like, Oh my God, I totally forgot that movie existed. I need to watch that. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Any movie from any country, black and white, as early as the, as the 1910s. And, of course, like my, I actually have a specific list, right? I have a specific list of all these movies, culture, I call them culturally significant movies that um, I haven't seen yet. So most of the time on my Instagram, specifically this year is the first time I'm watching these movies. And it's, I got inspired from this, uh, from a couple of lists, obviously the pandemic figured out what to do. So I looked at American Film Institute top 100 movies. I'm at mm-hmm. I hit 76 of them as of today. Wow. And IMBD's top 50 for audience rated. I think I've hit it like at least half. And then um, I watched this series called uh, CNN, CNN called the, the movies. And it goes through the decades of, you know, film history, how the business grew, what movies are popular for what reason. And so 
because in figuring out what to do, I would like watch the show, pause. It's like, okay, I haven't seen that movie before. And they've just put it on the title card on the side, the bottom right-hand corner. And I would just mark it down. And I made this humongous and pretty much I just chop it down every time I get to it. It's it's called the ultimate movie watch. I said, Oh, if you could see for our YouTube videos, oh, and then it's just all this. You need to send me that. That's awesome. I got you, bro. I get five did what I just started the list. It's broken by decades. And, uh, yeah, I still have to see all those or I still haven't seen yet. So, and I've seen the thousands of others, like you name it. I, there's a good chance I seen it. Even there's still more to find, man. Like my work ethic or your yeah, work yeah, ethic. So to look for more. Yeah. Yo, what's a movie that you hate? Like what was a movie you recently saw that was ass and a waste of your time? Oh man, you know that uh, that Chucky movie, the new one, <laughs> the newest Chucky. Yeah, Chucky. like oh my god, I was just irritated watching. I used to sit there like, uh, I remember I um, this was like before the pandemic. Like it was like yeah. kind of like, so I took a girl to the movie theater and I was just sitting there okay. watching it. And I'm trying to like keep my cool, but like the whole time when I'm watching, like the, like the inner geek in me is like, yo, why the hell like like these decisions that they were making? Like they made them mm-hmm. like robotic and stuff like that. Right. I was like, all right, yeah. What about you? So the last bad movie I saw was The Kissing Booth. Like, there's movies uh, that I'll watch that I'll try to find out. Like, even if they're, like, popular, I don't necessarily want to watch, but I, you know, just saw them in the loop and stuff. Yeah. That was a clear example of that. And, yo, that that girl, sometimes you have to, you have to geek out with those. Show your true personality. Don't be boring. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I, didn't, really, I didn't like that either. Yeah. When <laughs> you said it, I was like, oh, man. I'd be like, hey. What do you think this symbolism is, pretty girl? <laughs> like that, it just if they're into you, they will help. They will try to figure it out. If she does it, you could just introduce. Well, this could be that. That could be this. And hopefully, and as long as they're into you, they'll have some type of interest at least. Yeah. And, and then you could start from there. And then you, and then if she wants to nerd out on something that you're boring with, I don't know, whatever she she's into. You could join that, and then you guys geek out together on random things. Yeah, yeah. My buddy, um, he he did that with his girlfriend. Um, mm-hmm. He just geeked out about Star Wars, and she geeked out too. And like, they're yeah. the most yeah, they're the most insane Star Wars geeks. Like, uh, every other weekend, we just we go to the house and we watch like we roll a dice and whatever movie, whatever uh, number it's on, that's mm-hmm. the movie we have to watch. And oh my gosh, sometimes we were watching. Uh, we watched uh, one of the bad ones episode. Like, um, I forgot what it was, but. They were just going off and they had like matching pajamas and stuff. It was crazy. See, we have to encourage people to be themselves when dating because then that's when you find out cool stuff like that. Yeah. And then you connect and you don't have to complain on Twitter and stuff and end up on memes. And wasting your time. How much, how much you don't like guys or girls or um, other people that you're dating. That's, that's why that. I really got to be yourself. I I hate that. I hate when people are like, like when they say, oh, I hate like men or, oh, I hate women. It's like, all right, like now you're trying to separate instead of just, you know, everybody's different. No, for sure. I totally yeah. agree. I, it's always funny, obviously, when people complain about dating and, and stuff. I, I always think about like happily married couples. They don't really – I mean, of course, every relationship has their ups and downs in this world, no matter yeah. your orientation. But it seems that – they prove that you can figure it out if, as long as there's some patience and communication at time. And, and it seems so a lot of us just complain about it. 
and uh, don't try to fix it. Of course, sometimes things don't work out, and then sometimes people are extremely fake down the line. But, you know, when it comes to dating, and of course, I'm no expert. I'm just going from what I've experienced. But, like, I just yeah. feel like – I just feel it's it's not as hard as we make it. And I've talked to a podcast guest about that too. And we just have to let it rock. We are so young. We still have so much time to, to learn. So why, yeah. why do we have to put pressure on ourselves, AJ? Why, why, people, why, people so much, why do people put so much pressure on themselves dating? I feel, I feel like a lot of things are built better once you're patient with it. You know what I mean? Instead of trying to rush something. Like a rush project is going to be a lot worse than a, you know, a, a nice developed project. Easily, bro. And it works most of the time as long as – well, I shouldn't say that. It doesn't work most of the time. It works the, during the right time. That's for sure. So uh, while we got to – there's nothing to worry about. There's really nothing to worry about. And let me ask you something. What's up? Since you've seen a bunch of movies, have you ever seen The Crow? The Crow. The Crow. Um, I don't have seen The Crow. I've heard of it. I think it, it's the uh, – it's the – it's Brandon Lee's. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. Bruce Lee's son, Brandon Lee. It's his last movie. And he sadly got killed in a horrible accident. And yeah, absolutely. The movie got shot by a real gun. Yeah. But yeah, I heard it's a great cult movie. fault. That's, that's your favorite movie, movie? The Crow. Yeah, all, all time, number one. Why The Crow? Uh, when I was like four, like my mom just put it on. And she was like, and he was just, uh, you know, the uh, Brandon Lee. Like this is before I knew about anything about like anything before that. Like I just saw the movie and I think that was the perfect way to see it because when I saw it, I just liked the story about it. You know what I mean? Not like the whole background with like Brandon Lee and how like crazy that is, but for sure. now like, like seeing him as a character and just the whole story of him coming back and all that, all that crazy stuff. I don't want to like spoil it for you, but yeah. man, the story in general is just awesome. It's about redemption basically. Like, oh, you, I like that. I'm, I'm willing. And I know it's a huge cult following and if any of those wrestling fans, Sting has made his character on the crowd. Yep. 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 And oh man, I love wrestling. Oh yo, man, we could definitely talk about that after these movies. So, but for the for the um, my favorite movie of all time is The Departed. Martin Scorsese's The Departed movie on identity. It uh, it has the most. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, bro. It was on Netflix. I think it's on Amazon Prime now. It's my absolute favorite. It stars Leonardo DiCaprio, the great Jack Nicholson. Matt Damon. Oh, wait. I think I've seen seen clips of it. I think I've seen clips of it. Hella compelling. Pretty much, like I said, identity movie. Mobster in the... Mobster who plays a cop. Cop plays a mobster. And the world's intertwined. And it's it's just thrilling. Very great script. And obviously great. Directed by the great Martin Scorsese. So, it's a Leo and Scorsese pick too. So, nothing is disappointing. Absolutely. So, you were saying you... You're into wrestling. Oh man! Oh, how, right, how, how can you not be? That's what I'm saying. Most, it could be the most entertaining thing in the world. All right. Obviously, a lot of the time it's really stupid, but when it's, it's right, good. It's but right. when it's good, it's good. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. shouts to my co-host, the Tweet Cap Ryan Page, because he's really into it too. So, who's your who's your favorite wrestler? The Rock, still, bro. You the right Rock. here. Uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> you got him on the wall. <laughs> of course. Next to Obama. 
As it should be. <laughs> That's you know, awesome. You know, it's fun. I have a job interview at the end of the week, and I'm playing. And I'm gonna do it with this. I'll just show my interviewers the house of fun. So hopefully, they get a kick out of my choices. Absolutely. But, but anyways, right? So yeah, I'm still the rock guy. I, I think so. I really think of sometimes. I watched the. I can remember the first time I saw The Rock when I was like four years old, and he was a, he was just this badass in the middle of the ring talking. It's like, who was that? Even at that young age, it's like part of my approach when podcasting, a lot of uh, charisma, talking in headlines when I can, yeah. big breaths. That's low key based on The Rock and how he presents himself on the mic. Obviously, the way I'm talking is Matt Brown, but. You know, especially when I do these intros, if you notice on the show and the outros, it's a lot of that type of energy. So absolutely, that's to the rock, just inspiring me to be as charismatic as I can be. So definitely the rock. And then a current wrestler, I would say is my favorite is Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is just he's been good. Like as a bad guy, like 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 as a heel, he's been good. He's a great heel. I think he's just so badass. He, you know, if he was an NFL prospect at one point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, He's just, he's just cool. And when everyone was hating on him and booing him, I still, I still stuck up for him. I still wanted. When, 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 he, when he was a good guy, I wasn't really feeling him. I never booed him because like he was just a really good, like he had a really good work ethic, right? Yeah. But like you can't hate a guy who was like being there like night and day. Like he was there on every Monday night. Like you could, he couldn't miss it. And he took it. He took that criticism. Yeah. And he took it. And he just kept going. Like, you can't hate on a guy like that. But like, I, like as a as a character, not a big fan. Like around like. 2015 2014 i was a big seth rollins guy seth rollins yeah because i was a fan of him from the shield when he was a part of the shield right he was my favorite guy in that because you know he was just kind of like the black sheep like dean ambrose he was the talker roman reigns he was like the next the big enforcer. thing basically yeah he yeah. was the enforcer and the architect the one that made it all so i was like right when he broke up broke him apart i was upset because i was like man the shield but that's when i was like i was i rode that whole seth rollins train Right from the beginning, I saw everybody start hopping on the hopping on the the bandwagon when he had the belt. Yo, that was pretty crazy. WrestleMania 30, 31. 31, the uh, money in the bank cash and that shit was fire. Oh my god, I remember uh, me and my dad. My dad, uh, he doesn't really like Roman Reigns at all. Like he still doesn't. Like I mean him argue about it all the time. <laughs> and uh, he's like, he was talking about. Uh, just like we were just talking because we think it's just the end of the night. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, um, it's gonna end with Roman Reigns winning. That's how we thought. And we're sitting there in the uh, living room, just like heads down, like whatever. Like we're just getting ready to go to bed. And then all you hear is his music hit, like Seth Rollins' music hit. Yeah. We all like all of our eyes popped up because everybody, <laughs> everybody in the everybody in the house was a Seth Rollins fan. Like me, my little brother, me, my dad. My dad jumps out of the uh, recliner. The chair goes flying back. He goes, oh my god! Oh my god! Seth Rollins comes in, and then right when Brock Lesnar had them for the F5, my dad's like, oh, my God, no way they're going to do this. Like, he thought Brock Lesnar was just going to destroy him and walk out, right? Curb stomp, and then one, one, two, three. Oh, my God. Best night. Freaking badass, dude. Freaking badass. And so are you – who is your guy now? If if, if you're not on the Rollins train right now, who who – Oh, no, I'm still still on the Rollins train. Like, Rollins is just taking time off, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the baby with the, the the great Becky Lynch. She's an awesome face for the company. I think awesome. she's cool. Yeah. I think she's mad cool. Um, so I mean, wait, considering uh, if you were to if you were to have your favorite uh, favorite wrestlers from each time span, who would it have been? 
or was it The Rock all the way through? It really has been The Rock all the way through since I was a kid. <laughs> it honestly has never changed. I can honestly tell you it. Uh, I happen to have a John Cena pick, so right there, it's it's really hard to see. But I'll, I'll send it to you on Instagram. But I met John Cena when I was, like, in the sixth grade. Went to the Milford Mall with my younger brother and my friend John. And we met him. This was, like, in 06. And and also the late Ashley Massaro was there, too. But it was just uh, – Wow, that's some crazy. cool vibes. I have a pick. We weren't yeah. allowed to – my friend's mom snuck in a pic of uh, me handing him, and he's shaking my hand with my friends. Cover it in the way of it, but because uh, you weren't allowed to take pictures, like yeah, that? we were. You had to pay for it, so she okay. was like okay. being sneaky, and it, it, she did yeah. get a good pic. And you know, this was pre iPhones. I mean, there was a uh, you know, yeah, that, you there was a flip phones. You know? <laughs> so she had to like you know do that, but it, it was a success. It was a success. But yeah. yeah, no, honestly, I could say he's been the rock. It will forever be the rock. I just like his charisma. I think he's awesome to watch in the ring. Uh, obviously, the best on the mic, and he just shows what she shows what it means to be uh, confident and uh, confident and not arrogant and uh, overcoming obstacles. You know, absolutely, absolutely. I think me personally, um, when I first got into wrestling, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy off, off mm. the map because Sting wasn't really into like uh he wasn't really into like wrestling wrestling like that anymore you know right. he was kind of more in tna doing his thing so my guy was just jeff hardy because it was face paint face paint out like when i was little i was like all right i'm gonna stick with this guy and he was wrestling like rvd and like oh six for the ic title like that made me fall in love with it and that's what made me oh grandma <laughs> hey jj's grandma with it appearance <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, she's a little, she's a little Portuguese old lady. She doesn't know anything about electronics or anything, so she didn't even know I was on the phone just now. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, it's not a problem at all. Oh man. Okay. So, so, um, what was I saying? Uh, oh, so my man was just Jeff Hardy. But then, once I got older, I started realizing like how many like things he was going through, and, like how like yeah. he always, you know, he was always in trouble. So I was like, you know what? You know, he's still my favorite, but, like, I'm going to have to move on from this. And then I went from, like, that to Seth Rollins. All right. I hear you. I hear you. And it's just those crazy defy stunts. I mean, you've seen the WrestleMania 17 getting That's, speared oh at, like, 30 feet in the air. Oh, shoot. I mean, I liked Edge. And uh, do you ever see the WrestleMania 22 with the uh, fire, uh, the hardcore match? The, Him and Mick Foley? Mick Foley through the fire. Oh, my God. That match was crazy. And he had, like, the cargo pants on instead of his regular tights. Oh, yeah. Dude, you know what's funny? So – when I go to the gym, like during, I'll do hit for 30 minutes and I'll usually put on a crazy match or a couple of crazy matches to get me through and pump, get me pumped for my workout. Yes, pumped. Like, like, like when you see them go through that, it's like actually like insane. Insane. Hella insane. What would you say is uh, your favorite match? Like mine would be, so it's, it's a toss up between two. I would say one, because my favorite wrestler actually loses his match, but it was hella entertaining. Just one my second. Mind, but my guy lost. Oh wait, can you just say, uh, uh, can you just restart that story really quick? You, you blanked out for a second, but I got you back. Oh um, no, I was like, I was about to say the same thing. Like, I do have a favorite match, but my guy lost, so I have like around like two. All right, cool, cool. So, so, so which one's yours? Mine is. WrestleMania 17, Rock Stone Cold. It was like the peak of everything, mainstream popularity for wrestling in general. Uh, you had the arguably the best two faces, 
well, they were faces, but I mean, well, like literal faces of the company and, and um, not baby face, but like literal faces of the company call each other. It's like pretty, it's like an intense, like real, it seems like a real fight. Uh, Vince McMahon comes and Stone Cold Steve Austin turns heel and then it was just like, I mean, it was just brutal. You just saw these two like kicking each other's ass until everything. And that had an epic finale. And then I would say the other one I really liked is the next year's Rock vs. Hulk Hogan. Again, Icon vs. Icon. The, they stare at each other, begin in the match. The, um, the, 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 uh, all the, and they all look around. And it's just entertaining as hell. So I would say those. Electric that night. What would you say is yours? Oh, man, but wait, since you said that, the WrestleMania 17 Rock versus Stone Cold, the promo for that thing with Limp Biscuit when they're oh, yeah. uh, my way, I put, that on, I put that on when I'm on my way to the gym, too. I'm like, I guess me so hyped. Here on The Rock and Stone Cold, both, like, when they were both just saying all, like, all, um, all, like, they're, like, in the middle of, like, a, um, a storyline. They're, like, all storyline aside. They're, like, it's man on man that night. Yeah. Like, I was, like, we were, like, okay. like Exactly. Like, that's that's yeah. how you just – honestly, draw, like – and it could work in any type of storytelling or movies and stuff like that. Like, just just two pure, you know, at the peak, like, going at each other, giving it them, them all. And uh, you even felt at points, like, wow, this is, like, for real. So, yeah, I'd have yeah. to give that. And I also, like – um these two other batches is kind of weird. So when we, I was growing up, we had the car with the classic minivan with the, uh, with the like DVD player in the background. Oh, with the little mini TV. Yeah. Yeah. My mom I had, had the that. exact same thing with the expedition, like this little, like little <laughs> TV. Right. So yeah. I happen to have this red DVD from my grand, my grandma gave me it was Unforgiven 2006, the pay-per-view. And we would watch the same two matches driving anywhere. It was DX versus the McMahons and Big Show. It just That was just a bl- bloody blood match, but that's a hilarious ending with Mr. McMahon put up the Big Show's ass and stuff. And oh, I remember that. Who, it's hilarious to anybody who um, – Swiped in at this point of the co- of the podcast is the end of the <laughs> that. Talking about anyway. Big Show's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have um, John Cena versus Edge in a TLC match and all that carnage going tables. on. Yeah, and Cena oh, wins man. that. So again, those are my Mount Rushmore clearly of wrestling matches. What about you, bro? What are your matches? Um, hmm. I need to think about that. I really liked Roman. Like recently, I liked Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles at Money in the Bank. When oh yeah, that's a great style. one too. That's an honorable mention. The, the crazy. Yeah, Roman, Roman, Roman Reigns was like. Awesome. Yeah, that's when he was getting booed that night. That's when he flipped me. That because I was booing him at the time. When he yeah. had such a good match and won, I was like, all right, I was like, all right, this guy's the real deal. He can he can carry this company for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite match back then had to have been uh, RVD versus John Cena at ECW. <laughs> When RV, oh when, yeah, when Ed speared Cena with the helmet, he took it off and he looks around, runs out of the ring. That's the, the Hammerstein Ballroom on Thirty Fourth Street, right next to the Garden. Yeah, yep, that's that, that. That night absolutely killed it for me. And I think oh, uh, one more would have to be uh, that Armageddon match with Jeff Hardy, Edge, and um, Jeff Hardy, Triple Edge, H. and Triple H. Yeah, yeah. And when he won, he won the, won the title. Belt. When he finally oh, won the belt, I was just waiting. Bro, oh my god, what a time, what a time, man. And uh, just getting better. And you know what? The last thing, 
I really like those cinematic matches WWE did for this year's WrestleMania. Oh, like Undertaker and Styles. And yeah, that Boyard match. Yeah, the uh, whatever Firefly Funhouse match. The Firefly Funhouse. I-, I was like, for like when I when I watched it, I watched it for too long, and I was like, oh man, I'm like tri- I'm like tripping over here. Like I need I need to look away from the screen. <laughs> And for the uh, the Boneyard match, I like that match actually, like genuinely. Oh hell yeah! yeah. Just some great filmmaking techniques and writing, and uh, and he rides out like in the sunset with his hand in the air on the bike. Easily, perfect way to go out for the Undertaker. Man, absolutely. Did you happen to see that Undertaker uh, Last Ride documentary? No, I only got to see a couple of clips of it though. Oh, it's good. It's it's free on the WWE Network. I don't have WWE Network. That's the one streaming service I don't have. That's why yeah, I watch same. all these movies. So same. it's free though. So. Uh, I'd say check it out. I remember I uh, I canceled the, my um, I canceled my uh, network subscription right after Seth Rollins tore his ACL and his his MCL. Oh when yeah, that, a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, I remember I was like as a kid I was like so pissed. I was like, man, I'm canceling my subscription. <laughs> hey, we're back here now, dude. We're back here. We're killing it. Absolutely. Yo, so AJ, I see you before you Niners. You have a hat. Hi, background you're shirt. wearing it i got the i got the uh, little santa claus thing in the corner <laughs> even after a tough w- loss past week against washington it's been yeah. a uh quite a, it's been quite a uh couple years for you as a 49ers fan a lot of emotions a lot of obviously struggling. a lot of struggling the year before they go two and fourteen, but get Nick Bosa in the NFL draft, and we're leading in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl for a touch loss against KC. Now it um now the losses haven't been uh, the best so far, but hey, man, you're still rolling in there, riding high. Gotta stay faithful. Gotta stay faithful. You know. So you told me over text why you became a uh, for a Forty Niners fan, though you're from New Jersey. Why don't you tell the audience how that became a thing? Yeah, well, my my dad, he was an immigrant from Portugal, and when he came over here, the first thing he watched was Niners against Bengals. And that's the Super Bowl. Uh, that Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, with Joe Montana. Joe Montana, the uh, yep. bringing them down to the field. What are the last seconds? And both of them, wa- and uh, him and his cousin watched it, and both of them said, "Let's pick one team, and whoever wins wins." And my friend and my cousin, like my dad's cousin, picked Cincinnati, and then he picked San Francisco, and San Francisco won. And he was just riding with them ever since. And I hear he- that. You know, he was he was born like he was like, you know, watching them in their glory days with Jerry Rice, Joe Montana, Dwight Clark. Yeah. Well, me, I was born to the struggle era, you know, like all those early Jeff Garcia's ones. Yeah, and then uh Kaepernick in twenty twelve with the loss against the Ravens. That yeah, that was loss. a good Super Bowl tough. And then loss, this bro. past one, this past one would hurt a lot more because I actually like I was more knowledged into the sport of football. Of course. So watching them watching them in the fourth quarter, just completely like get demolished by Patrick Mahomes. I like Patrick Mahomes because he's a Mets fan. I mean, I'm yeah. a Mets fan. he's a Royals fan actually. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, his why dad played for the Mets. Yeah, his dad. His I liked it because his dad played for the Mets, and um, yeah, I was a fan of him. But in my head, I'm like, I can't wait for you to get sacked by Bosa. So, and it never happened. I hear that? Yeah, wow. another another championship opportunity taken away from me. Hey man, you. You never know. As you saw how fast in the NFL a turnaround can be. And, you know, I, it seems that, you know, the quarterback situation is questionable. With Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. Do you, do you, do you trust Mullins anymore? You want to just try Garoppolo, Garoppolo one more time, or do you think they should go draft someone? I feel like um, 
they should because I either they should trade for uh, Jordan Love in Green Bay because guess what? After this year with um, Aaron Rodgers, they're not gonna let go of him. This guy looks yeah, like he's, he's, he looks like he's about to enter his he's back again. <laughs> yeah, like he looks like he just came back for no reason. Like, so they're not gonna use Jordan Love. So either trade for him or maybe draft a quarterback in the draft to kind of keep comp- competition with Jimmy, keep Jimmy Garoppolo on his toes. Because I feel like Jimmy, he he had one bad game and then he got injured. So yeah. I feel like we should give him another shot. But after next year, if he still doesn't. If he, if he doesn't go to that Super Bowl uh, caliber uh, type of quarterback, it's time to let him go. And do you then want that drafted quarterback would uh, step in his place. Do you want the 49ers to keep losing these last three weeks so they can get a better draft position? So you'd be Absolutely. down for that? Absolutely. Maybe get like, Jalen Hurts from Ohio State? Could when you? They lo- oh, oh, man. You guys, the Giants, though. Yes. You guys are about to, you guys are about to go in the playoffs. Well... Yes, yeah, New York football Giants. Out. If all goes well, we should be good. But that very tough loss against Arizona this past week. Yeah. And so with Washington winning, we could have used you guys, so thanks for nothing. But <laughs> so, but if Washington wins out, they win the division. So we need to win out, and they need to lose, and we win the division. Because we have the tiebreaker for winning the two division games. So – these three games are going to be insane. Giants are going to play the Ravens after last night. Ravens won the game of the year, so they have some momentum. Or sorry, that was they, play a crazy the, game. they play the Ravens next week, and they play the Browns this Sunday night. So we're going to play the Browns, Ravens, and then Dallas. You know, we already beat Philly this year, which was great. We haven't beat Philly in four years till till now. But yeah, man, I just we got to win at least two of these three games and hope Washington. It, how Washington loses. We can't if they have to lose. Have we to can lose, win yeah. two out of three and they can win two out of three. We'll win the division. But we just need to focus on the last three weeks. And even if it doesn't go well, I, I am happy with what the Giants are doing. Though I was big on Jones until well, I should say Jones. I'm gonna ask you that, yeah. How do you feel about Daniel Jones? It's been a roller coaster. If you wanted if you asked me the first half of the season, I would have said take for trevor as well <laughs> but it's it's a bit tough with that then we then he turned he finally changes up doesn't have the turnover problem we won four in a row obviously he got hurt and then um but the giants still won with colt mccoy in a non-fluke victory over seattle and then next week he comes back turnover in the ball again the line was not protecting him up and um we did not take a step in the right direction. We stayed stalemate. So it all comes down to this Sunday night. And again, we have to win at least two out of these next three and Washington has to lose. And uh, also we have to now watch the Philly, you know, Philly got that shot. Philly sh- shocked the world with beating new Orleans ending their winning streak. That was and, crazy. And you know, we, they're on, they're on our back as well. So all we could do is focus, keep winning. And then the, the, uh, the uh, cards will lie, but I'm happy to see Joe Judge. Looks like we have a legit coach in Joe Judge. Yeah, we'll see if like we keep Garrett one more year. If uh, if people want, if he wants to go back to head coaching, but I've been I've loved what our defensive coordinator obviously has been doing, changing um with Eric, and uh, he's been cha- he the defense looks so legit. With great players like Bradbury, Cliff Martinez, Logan Ryan, Leonard Williams, and it's uh we can only go up from here, bro. And uh, it's gonna be an intense three weeks. That's all I can say. And if you if you lose these next two or three games, 
right, and don't uh, uh, clinch a division, are you going to put the blame on Daniel Jones? Well, I will put the blame on Daniel Jones if he turn if he has turnovers those two three games. Absolutely, this was this is Achilles' heel. We've lost major games from turnovers this year, and. Uh, I won't blame him when it's some bad turnovers. If he's turnovering the ball like crazy again, then I'm, I'm, I am going to blame him. But if they hold their own and they just get out beat, I'll just say that uh, it's just a young team that still needs to develop. But um, what Gettleman's done to save his ass this year, um, he, they should get another shot. So that's how I would approach it. Okay. Okay. Speaking of development, you made me think of uh, the Knicks. I heard you're a little, I heard you're a Knicks fan. When I, I, when I first <clears> met you, that's, that's the first combo we had. The New York Knicks are one and one so far in the preseason, and yes, I love that team to death, bro. Yeah, the absolutely. Knicks. Um, you're a Knicks fan too, right? Yep. You know what? Uh, me and my family, we've been Knicks fans since ever, since ever. And uh, my dad came to a decision. He said. Um, this family, he's like, he's like, we're gonna make a decision after uh, this year of the Knicks. He said, if there's no promise, like if we are just as bad as we were last year, right? Like Obi Toppin shows no promise, he's a bust, anything yep. like that, and we don't get a top three pick, and we don't pick up any good free agents, my dad's gonna consider moving teams. And I was like, we need to think about that. We need to think about that. We'll be free agents, and we'll, we'll oh, think of sign. We'll think of either <laughs> resigning or going to different teams. We'll think about that. I feel right the- now. Right now, definitely a diehard Knicks fan. They'll be topping. Oh, no, man. There's nothing you could do to get me to switch teams, even as it seems that the Knicks, a lot of people have passes. I've met people through the years who have given up completely. But whether it's me, Jerry Farrar from Entourage, Spike Lee, we're staying loyal. Jesus and Miro, we're staying loyal to the Knickerbockers because, bro, if the Knicks do good, this place, this whole city, this whole area is going to be live. I, I don't think that's going to be the case with the Nets. I think the Nets are going to be more for your diehards and probably the people of Brooklyn. But when the Knicks win, it's going to be a big deal for everyone because it's been over 50 years since we've won the – it'll be 50 years in 20, 2022. So, for, you know, more than 45 years we have not won a championship. We haven't been to the finals of in 25 years, 26 yeah. years. Yep, and we lost and, Houston. Yep, and – we had that nice run with Melo and Amari, but nothing came of it because we barely made the playoffs again. And it's uh, it's it, it's time it's time, bro. It's time for things. You know, I was hoping the day we record this, I was hoping if if uh, the Milwaukee underachieved that Giannis would go would make would consider, but he just signed a max contract. Yeah, he just had the five year, right? So we'll see what him, Drew Holiday, Eric Bledsoe, what that team does. I had a, I, I talked to a basketball podcast, and uh, I, I said it was going to be a Clippers and Bucks finals, and now that's good, looking a little better. So I hope Absolutely. that um, I'm right on that. But how do you feel about um? How do you feel about uh, our point guard situation? I don't know why. I don't know why Frank Nealakinen is still a Nick. It's he. I, I. He's the goat. He's, you guys are so delusional with that. My man can't de- my can't my man can't defend. Weird oh, well, shot. Wait, 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 wait. Um, he pulls he, around. That's the only thing he can do. He can defend. He's a good defender. 
No, I still I know people say that, but I still see people with get follow through pick and rolls. I see people get shots of him He's trying to start fights with LeBron. I, mean, <laughs> I know people say that, but maybe I'm just cause I'm just such a hater that there's nothing you can get me with Neil Keenan and even annoyed with Phil Jackson picked him up. But in all reality, he's a bust though. In all reality, like all jokes aside, he's just not a good player. He shouldn't be on the team. No, he shouldn't. And uh, I thought Dennis Smith was going to be legit with the KP what trade. Happened with him? Yeah, what happened with him? I, I don't we, know what happened. We barely see the guy. And, uh, the Austin that, Rivers now? That's something. But, yeah, we do have Austin Rivers. So, <laughs> at least <laughs> we have to get hype about popular, Austin popular name by default. I, I, uh, his dad was a Nick. So, what could I say? Now, not Doc Rivers. Now, Glenn Rivers. Which he told you to call him now. I feel like um, I think last time we had a really good team was with Porzingis. Like the year he got injured, that team they were good when they were competing with Cleveland. Like Cleveland had to like hit a game winner on us to even try to beat us. Yeah, and Porzingis was dunking on the whole Phoenix team when they. Uh, oh my god, the whole the whole garden was erupt. Uh, that was crazy, dude. Stuff like that was what keeps me in New York, though. That's that's the type of stuff that keeps me with the Knicks. Where I'm like, when they're good. They're good. Yeah, bro. And like for me with the Knicks and I, the day I could switch teams, it's 108 years is that gap. So 108 years is when the Cubs were in between World Series. You know, they had to wait over 100 years. There were two World Wars fought. And uh, I've just figured if it gets to 108 years, then I will have to say, man, what a waste of time. But no, still riding with the uh, blue and orange. So for me, me personally, it's – when they're like when they're good i'm all in i'm all in but like when they're like when they're bad bad like this it's so hard to watch sometimes you know what i mean do you but think our we, we, we got a young core though you know we got rj ob top and mitchell robinson do you how you know who who annoys me kevin knox he's like the he's the kentucky um you know sloppy seconds <laughs> yeah like he he literally airballed a shot last game against detroit yeah i saw that it is just what an, another wasted – that was a late first-round pick for nothing. Um, I like Mitch Robinson. I will say that. I think he – I like how he drives in the paint. He got picked before Michael Porter Jr. We could have had Michael Porter Jr. and R.J. Bear on our team. Right. The cringe. I, I, I think about that team, that young court with them, them Obi Toppin. You know who we could have got instead of Frank Nielakinen? Bam. I bio. We could have gotten Bam. And see, oh, what a man. joke. What a joke, dude. But, I mean, yeah, Neil Keenan, he is such a punching – he's such a punchline for Knicks fans. But This past, this past uh, offseason, who did you want us – like, what moves did you want us to make? I wanted us to trade him for Westbrook, though, personally. You know, I did want – they were talking about Chris Paul was probably in the uh, – in the mix i wanted him just for for star's sake you know obviously like the brooklyn nets they had a young core and that's what attracted the free agents to come i was hoping even if even if you just overpaid the star just to have some interest or whatsoever just take it just take it what we have to lose i mean chris ball goes to the thunder and nobody expected them to go as far as they did so you know, now he's left it. He's on the sun. So I did. I was interested with seeing that. He's a young core. They got some core. So I'll take it. I'm excited for Tom Thibodeau, who's going to be, I think, a great coach and a developer. I like mature Obi Toppin coming in at eight. RJ Barrett played really well before the pandemic ended. 
And he said he was uh, motivated for not making all-rookie. And, yeah, dude, even if we get to the 11th seed, I know they're having that play-in tournament. I would, I, I would have to say um, – I'd have to say that the Knicks could uh, be interesting again. And obviously we're not getting Giannis, but maybe, I don't know. I, I, I can't recall the free agent class at the moment at the top of my head, but I hope it's legit. Do you know do I the top of my head whose contract's ending? No, I don't, the top one was Giannis. That, that was the top one, basically. Yeah, and How saying. do you feel about our black jerseys? Those were sick. I like them. I like them. I like them personally. Everybody's, everybody's shitting on them in the comments and stuff like that, but I, I, I like them a lot. They're haters. I like that kind of old, that like grit feeling, right? like with the orange, with the orange lettering as well. I like the Knicks, the uh, black jerseys. NBA always does a new jersey a week during the uh, regular season, so why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You mind if I just quickly look up the free agent class of next year? Yeah, no problem. So we have – all right, this is obviously – this is out of date. It says Giannis and LeBron is one and two with the player option. Okay. All the, Okay. None of these are good. Okay, there's Rudy Gobert. Nah. <laughs> Victor Oladipo. Okay, I, I, I would like that. Drew Holiday is a player option, but he's probably staying. Kyle Lowry, you know, he's going to be old by then. DeMar DeRozan. Okay, I, I could take DeMar DeRozan. Um. Yeah, this has to be updated. Gordon Hayward is going to Charlotte. Blake Griffin. I like Blake Griffin. I think he's. I like Blake Griffin. I'm not a fan. Why is that? I don't know. You, like, you like, should watch, see his like, stand up. Watching it, <laughs> watching he's him like play, I was, just, I was just kind of not a fan of like the. Like, I like him as a person, but like as as a player, I don't really. You sports like, hate him. I see. Yeah, I don't like him as a player. We we got Andre Drummond. People were there were rumors that he was going to come in the middle of this past season. I didn't. I never wanted Andre Drummond, the UConn guy. I love Andre Drummond. I think uh, you know he's he's all star caliber player, ex boyfriend of Jeanette McCurdy from my Carly. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even know about that. That's a hilarious. <laughs> Steve Adams is is going to be available. He's only going to be twenty eight. Yeah. Okay. I, I would like Stephen Adams. Badass motherfucker. Guy looks just like um. He looks just like Jason Momoa. Hell, he looks like Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Dude, I, I had a friend on the podcast tell me he met Jason Momoa at an airport. He said, hey, I th- where do I know you from? No, he's, no, he said, I think I know you from somewhere. And he said, cool story, bro. That's all he said. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's crazy. You ever meet anyone famous? Um, yeah, you know uh, Matthew Gubler? I've heard of that name before. Matthew, great Googler. I met him at uh, my actually my work spot. Yeah, cool guy, super cool guy. Who who is he? He's uh, I forgot what show he's in. I need to look that up actually. Matthew Googler, or is it Google? I don't know why I said Matthew Google. Oh, I know this he, dude. He, he, he was in Criminal Minds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot the name of it. It's always like that one show, Criminal Minds. Oh, I see. He's a dude in uh, he's Joseph Gordon-Levitt's friend in um, Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yeah, I met him in person. That, that he he's actually a really cool guy. Yeah. He's the homie. Yeah, yeah, he was dope. All right, yeah. all right. What about you? You met anybody? I've actually I've seen a lot of uh, high profile from work, but the ones I've actually met met 
um, like, hello, how are you? My name's Matt. Yeah. I would have to say Dana White. I met Dana White uh, in Boston. Oh, you sent me a photo. That was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Met Dana how White. He? He's probably the cool. He was the homie. He took a selfie with me. Uh, I was just, uh, you know, like, bro, out with him. That was the day they announced the McGregor and uh, oh, yeah. Boy fight. Yo, speaking of that, you follow this Jake Paul challenging Conor McGregor trying to... Yeah, what is that about? He's people? asking for a death wish? Dude, oh, he's asking for a legit fight, not a batch. I, I I don't get that. He's like, um, he unfollowed everybody on Instagram and followed only, uh, his, his wife. What the yeah, fuck? McGregor's wife. I was like, I was like, yo, you're going to get killed. Like McGregor is like a killer out there. Remember he fought a bus at Barkley center. That was crazy. He got arrested for that. And yep. then what about him attacking his, tra- one of his trainers and he put as Eddie trolled, like one of the pics of him getting hit is his profile pic. Who McGregor? Yeah, McGregor's trader, one of his traders. I think it was his jujitsu one. I believe I, I could be wrong at that, but oh, man, I speaking. I mean, like, he's trying to do his YouTube pranks. You could only trick so many people, but not like UFC champions. Yeah. Jeez, man. He's, 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 he's trying to troll his, his self into a into a paycheck, basically. Uh, man, this guy's gonna get a broken nose. He's gonna get a concussion. I don't think McGregor's going to fight him, though. I don't think he's even worth his time. No, he shouldn't. He shouldn't waste his time for that. Yeah. Oh, man. And just by, this, just by the slight, like, chance that Jake Paul gets with one hit and he drops a little bit, it's like, all right, now that stained your whole, like, that stained your whole, uh, like, a legacy. Like, oh, yeah, you just got rocked by a YouTuber. Oh, dude. Freaking Nate Robinson made the Knicks look bad, even worse. I mean, Nate Robinson was smaller than him. What kind of accomplishment he got? He's a boxer. Yeah. He's an NBA player, not a boxer. Yeah, he's, he's an NBA player. He got, he got all that confidence because he's famous. That, that's what it was. And now he wants to call out, like, a top martial artist. Dude. Everyone's like WWE. That would be funny. Yeah, that would be cool. I think McGregor would do really good in WWE. Oh, yeah, bro. The show talk he get why don't you have some match with like the Miz or something? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god, I was the biggest fan of the Miz like when I was little. Really? You remember, yeah, you remember that Raw versus SmackDown where you get to create your own character? Yeah. Like, and you win a championship and then you beat Undertaker at like WrestleMania and it's like right. so crazy. I dressed my guy up just like the Miz when the Miz had like the faux hawk and like the <laughs> like, like like the shorts and like right. those weird like UFC gloves. Did you wind up beat it? Did he wind up beating him? Yeah, it was because it was my custom guy. I just named him AJ, but he just dressed just like the Miz. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was little I used to do the dance and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm proud of you, bro. I'm proud of you. <laughs> it was crazy. So you said you were a Mets fan? Yep. Dude, yeah. you must be really excited. New With owner? Cohen's beautiful money. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. How, you like the McCain signing? Or McCann? Yeah. Yeah. And who do who do you think of these big free agents? The Trevor Bowers, the George Spriggers, the um the George Spriggers, the Trevor Bowers, George Spriggers, why would Blake Francisco Lador? I want George Springer's most definitely. I want George Springer's most definitely. Really? Why is that? Because he's a cheater? (laughs) (laughs) No, not because that. It's just because I think he needs to clear up his name. And then being able to rebuild a a company in, like, New York, I think he'd be able to redeem himself. 
yeah, no, I think that would be a good opportunity for him. I think he's from Connecticut, so local guy. So yeah, yeah, hometown kid. You know, bring him on. How do you feel about the Astros? How do you feel about the Astros cheating scandal? I hate him. I hate him more than the Red Sox. I never thought they'd they be a day. They, they, I don't like him because they took a championship away from New York. Like I'm not a Yankee guy, but when the Yankees win a championship, it's like oh, all man. right, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, I respect. I cheered for the same, Mets same thing with Brooklyn. Like I hope, I hope Brooklyn wins this year. Yeah, I'll cheer for them as long as their fans don't get too cocky. But um, I respect. <laughs> I, I wanted the Mets to win it at fifteen when they were in the uh, in the World Series. World Series, but yeah, dude, the, the the Astros cheating was just so such. Yeah, as you said, stealing the World Series, stole a Yankees Yankees Dodgers World Series, which would have been lit on a mainstream level. Uh, just shows how scubby they are. I, I legit hate that team more than the – well, I can't say that. I, I'll always hate the Red Sox more and have a special place in my – Why is that? Hate. Because of the Red Sox, Just because you're a Yankees guy? Obviously. Obviously. That's how I am about the Celtics. That's how I am about the Celtics. I hate the Celtics. I hate oh, all sports. I, I sports hate all the Boston teams. You'll never see me cheering for them unless, I, like unless the you know, something important happens. If something important there win. They need to to win to, to save something. I will uh, hope for them. But if not, uh, all the Boston uh, teams suck. Absolutely. I I hate I, – I was so hyped when the Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Oh, those two days were two of the best days of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I remember well, – well, Childhood and then high school. Well, teenage – no, sorry. I was a teenager. I was 13. So 13 and then um, when I was in high school, they won. So – I was I was still a kid like I was like in middle school like elementary like I was still like transitioning between them. yeah yeah that was me so, I was in the a I was in the I was in the seventh grade for um I was in seventh grade for uh <coughs> when the Giants defeated the undefeated Patriots. I remember when that happened, it was like, I remember uh, driving to school, like my, my mom used to drive me to school and it was like, it was like, oh my God. Like, it was almost like Jesus came down. Like, oh, definitely. down the streets, just parades. Like everybody, like if you hated somebody, you celebrated because Tom Brady lost to, to New York. Like, oh it was, dude, not once, but twice. The great Eli Manning, who I yeah. consider a Hall of Famer. I will fly. I, I, do, I also, I, I, do as well. I consider him a New York great. Him next to Jeter. Easily. Easily. And then next oh, to uh, – I, I consider David Wright a great New York. Do you? I mean, I know he's the guy for the Vets. I don't know – I mean, I respect, I respect David Wright. But, no, I mean, like, as a fan favorite, he, he was my oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. He's all that fan favorite thing. The David Wright, I mean, that's definitely your guy. Is that your, was that your favorite player growing up? Yep, yep. And I remember uh, me and my dad, we used to wear – like because it was the duo between David Wright and Jose Reyes. Oh, yeah. So my dad had the Jose Reyes jersey. I had the little David Wright jersey. We used no to way. walk. He used to, awesome. he used to, yeah, yeah. He used to carry me down to the like like the Mets thing. And uh, I remember when Jose Reyes left for money in Miami. I think it was. Yep. Um, yep. My dad's like my dad put away the jersey. He goes, I should fucking burn this thing. And he like threw it. <sighs> and he kept it though. He kept it. So now that Jose Reyes, when Jose Reyes came back, he put it back on. And he's like, all right. <laughs> I forgive <laughs> you, bro. I forgive you, dude. Yeah, it was like I, an X. It was, like, it was a bring back an X. He was like, all right, I forgive you. I have a Cano jersey for some reason still. Okay, I didn't get rid of it, but now it's for no use. Yeah, I can wear it while I'm painting. And uh, I have a Porzingis jersey actually. I need to get rid of. <laughs> Freaking man! I was so pissed when he wanted to leave. So Me too. Pissed. But when I, at that point, if they want to leave, I say go. Whether it's that or Odell, go go far away. But who's your favorite Met right now? 
uh, the pitcher. I forgot his name. Um, Degrom. Thor. Oh, Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> I He's love a badass him. looking dude. My my favorite guy was before that the Dark Knight, but then I don't know. He he was just ass after a little bit, so we had to let yeah. him go. Tough game five. Tough Cape Five. But yeah, my favorite growing up, obviously Jeter and A-Rod. Love that combo. And uh, I love Judge right now. I knew who Judge was when he was a prospect. And uh, look what he's doing now. And I love DJ LeMayhew. He's turned out to be one of my favorite Yankees. So obviously we couldn't go to games this past season. But uh, yeah. 2019, I went a lot. And uh, I saw DJ hit like four home runs in one season. And I was at the last Yankee game with people so far. Game five, ALCS. Yeah, I was there. He had a big home run tie the game. It was good vibes, good vibes, bro. I don't think I'll ever leave like in the New York, the New York situation with the with uh baseball, because uh I have such like, you know, you know when you have like certain like moments that happen and you're just like, all right, just because those memories, I don't think I'll ever be able to leave. Oh yeah, dude. I I, 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 can't. I I just love those 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 are the best parts of life, bro. I I mean, you know, some of the best uh, parts of life for sure. It's just because you're making memories and being, it's about not only the actual moment, but it's the, the great moments of life because you're with, you know, you're probably with great people. You're with your friends or family and enjoying like a special moments. It was together. like a movie. Best stuff. Yeah. My dad, my dad brought a, his, like my dad and his, um like my uncle, my dad and my uncle, mm-hmm. one's, one's a Met fan, one's a Yankee fan. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how that happened, but it happened. It's and I remember, I remember uh, he brought me and I had the little black Mets jersey on with the David Wright on the back and his, and my cousin, like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, my uncle's uh, little boy, he had a Yankees Jeter jersey. So what uh, they used to like, you know, have a couple of drinks with the boys at the Mets Yankees game and let like the kids, they should let, he's let us just ro- rip because during the whole stadium, like nobody's, no, nobody's uh, walking around. Everybody's sitting down watching the, watching the games. So it was just a little, a uh, little David Wright, a little Jeter just running around the whole stadium. <laughs> Damn, you brave ass dudes. I like it. I like it's it. Crazy. I like making moves and stuff like that, bro. Uh, I'm proud. I'm proud. You got to keep doing this st- that stuff, my guy. Oh, but AJ, we've been killing it for almost an hour. Uh, I hope yeah. you've been I hope you've had as much fun as I have. Absolutely. And right before um Right before we say goodbye in this, I'd like to ask the Prowse questionnaire. I'm sure you're familiar where I, I am. These very both rapid fire, but deep questions. Take your time when I ask them. And uh, yeah, bro, you ready to do it? All right. Yeah, sure. All right, bro. Prowse questionnaire with my guy, AJ, the man. So first question, AJ, what is your favorite word? Squash. Squash. <laughs> favorite word is squash okay okay i like it it rolls off the tongue <laughs> what's your least favorite word moist <laughs> very popular one very popular one yep. so this question is for more of a life thing it's not necessarily about you know you know it's not necessarily about sex or anything but okay. the third question is what turns you on If something like, if something's not perfect, but if you put effort into it and you put work into something and it, it will become perfect. I think something like that, it like, uh, attracts me to something like that. Oh, hell yeah. You love perseverance. I like yeah. it. What yeah. turns you off? When something tries to be perfect, but isn't. 
I hear that. A lot of fake ass people. Absolutely. <laughs> what, what sound or noise what sound or noise do you love? Mm, sound of my PlayStation turning on. Dude, do you have the new PS5? Oh, I tried today. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> when when do you think you'll be able to cop one? I feel like on one of these off days, if I if I have if I have off and a store is like having that midnight release, I'll just stay online. Do you think do you think you could be able to pull it off? Yeah, absolutely. Bro, my let me just my natural born confidence in my head is just if I can do something, I'll do it. I love it, man. Hit me up once you get it. I want it's fascinating what people are doing. They're they're making sacrifices, they're doing rituals, they're fighting for that PS. Yeah, I do what you gotta do. <laughs> I'm definitely copying one as soon as I can too, but um, I was gonna just wait till like uh, the summer and stuff. But yo, but let me know when you get that. Yo, let me know when you get that. Definitely, you know, I'll add you. <laughs> please do, please do. It's uh, Bowie Chestnut, which is my PSN name. Nice. What sound or noise do you hate? A vacuum turning on. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it, man. Tell me about it. What's your favorite curse word? Hmm. Probably ass or shit. <laughs> ass or shit. <laughs> All right. I, that's a good. That works. That works. So, my next question, my friend. AJ the man, tell me what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Pro wrestling. That'd be kind of cool. Hey, man, it's never too late. Right? That'd be fire. Because you can, that, that kind of thing. Use your acting skills. Yeah, you can go in at any age. Like, it doesn't matter. Bro, I, I think we'll see you in NXT. If you want, <laughs> you have our support. <laughs> what, uh, what profession would you not like to do? A nine to five. Nine to five. Just any nine to five. Any nine to five. I'm just not a fan of. All right. All right. I hear you. So my last question, AJ, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? What's good, my guy? And I wanted to dab me up. What's good, my guy? Dabbing it up by the great Lord. All right, dude. Yeah. Yo, AJ, you're an awesome ass dude. Yep. Same to you, my guy. I appreciate it. Obviously, we'll be staying in touch after this. Absolutely. I hope you'll want to come back on the show. Anytime you need me, I'll, I'll, I'll be ready to go. Dude, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I heard your boys into it, too. So maybe we can uh, collab at something. And, uh, maybe... have, have, like a, have like a three-way call. Cause he's, he's a boxer. He's got some pretty good stories about boxing. Oh man, I'd love to. I'd love to learn about that. So we can hopefully set that up, and then we can talk about some things as the the seasons go, the seasons uh, progress, and uh, we can also talk about uh, you know some wrestling events that are coming up soon. But yeah, we'll definitely Absolutely. do this again, and uh, and also what's this COVID? These cases go down and COVID ends, and I'm back in uh, Manhattan for good. We definitely got to be chilling. Got absolutely, guy. yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh man, can't wait for that day. But until then, you're the band. That's my guy, A. That's right. my guy, Anthony Fernandez, aka AJ. You can look up his YouTube stuff at Anthony Fernandez. Just go to YouTube and search Anthony Fernandez for his content. I got that right. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate that. All right, and that's it. That's my guy, AJ, the man. We'll see you really soon, and peace out, my guy. Happy holidays. All right, you too. All right, see ya.
And there you have it, folks. AJ the man, a.k.a. Anthony Fernandez. You are one awesome dude. He's going places. Great talking with him. And I just wanted to take this time for anybody who's celebrating. Merry Christmas. I hope it's a wonderful holiday, a safe one, and an enjoyable one after a very stressful year. For everyone else celebrating their holidays, whether you're celebrating Kwanzaa, whether you've already celebrated Hanukkah, whether you've celebrated all the various awesome holidays in this world, happy holidays. And I'll be back after the Christmas holiday, back on Monday, December 28th, with the great Rob Duncan, which was really, really, really compelling, I must say. So don't want to miss that. I just want to say to my real friends in the world, whether you're in Connecticut, New York, California, Merry Christmas to you guys. To my amazing family who I love and appreciate dearly, thank you for making me a better man. And I hope you all have an amazing Christmas and a happy holiday season. To my amazing pet, Larry, you're the man. Just wanted to say that. Thanks for keeping me um, company when I needed it. And to the greatest listeners, the greatest followers, and the greatest fans in the world, words can't describe how special you are to me for tuning in in the early stages of this show. I appreciate every single one of you. And I can't wait to keep working hard to entertain, inform, and inspire you all. And with that... I hope everybody has an amazing rest of the week. Enjoy your Christmas. Be safe. And again, happy holidays. My name is Matt Brown. See you back here on Monday. And again, Merry Christmas. Good night and peace. It's over. Go home. Go.